Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Northwest Prime, bringing Seattle to the world and the world to Seattle. I'm your host, Lori Ness a soldier on the front line of the mainstream. You can listen to this and other shows at northwestprime.com and be sure to stay with Seattle Wave Radio 24-7, 365 for more great music and interviews. We're starting a movement of kindness and we want you to join us. Let's get this show started. You know, I have not been this excited about a movie release since Fifty Shades Freed premiered. There is so much buzz for this movie that we're going to be talking about today, Book Club, which opens in theaters May 18th. Written together by Aaron Sims and Bill Holderman, Bill also makes his directorial debut in this comedy starring a host of Hollywood legends. Bill and Aaron are joining us today, and we're going to talk about their new movie, their baby, Book Club. Thanks, Bill and Aaron, for coming on. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much. We're excited to be here. So Fifty Shades Free has ended, so that's been in the theaters. Fifty Shades of Grey, that whole phenomenon's kind of winding up a little bit. It's perfect timing for a movie like this to come out because fans are looking for kind of where to put their energy, what to support next. And because Fifty Shades was such a publishing phenomenon how did we get from there to you coming up with this idea for book club well um we actually had the idea in 2012 when the books came out obviously the books had a massive impact and you know we were excited about them as well and bill and i were working together at a production company and he uh decided that he was going to fedex the trilogy to his mother for Mother's Day, and uh, his mother's in, you know, around her late 60s, and I just thought that was, like, completely mind-blowing. You know, it was, when Fifty Shades came out, I think it, it, it was having, everyone was having a specific reaction, but I just couldn't believe that, that he had sent them to his mother. I thought it was hysterical, and so then I decided to send the trilogy to my mother for Mother's Day, who was pretty much the polar opposite to Bill's mom. Bill's mom's very attractive and sort of, um, you know, confident, and she's still dating and all of that stuff. And my mom is more, you know, also a very attractive, successful woman, but sort of has backed away from dating and is not as comfortable. And we got into a conversation about that, and the next day we had the idea to uh, write a movie about a book club with women in their 60s who are read Fifty Shades of Grey. So it, it actually started way back before the movies, I, and I should note that I also sent it to my stepmother because I thought I would really round it out. So um, we, we had the idea, and we wrote the movie, and uh, we were working at a production company, so we actually had to go into production on something else, so it sort of got held back, and then the first movie came out, and we were panicking because we thought, oh, my God, 
you know, we need to we need to make our movie ASAP. And then, of course, the second movie came out, and for other reasons, we couldn't go make the movie yet, so we were freaking out again. And then the fact that we miraculously made the movie and ended up trailering on Fifty Shades Freed, to me, is the most unbelievable thing in the world, because this has been a six-year journey since we had the idea. And it's it was probably the most exciting thing in the whole process, if you could believe it, that we made it onto this movie. So the timing for us is incredible. The timing is perfect. And it's funny that you would say that about sending it to your mothers because in 2012, when I had read the books, I also gave it to my mother who is now 75. So that would have been, she she would have been in her late sixties at that time too. She only made it through the first half of the first book and she put it away. She's like, I don't know what you brought me, but I, I just cannot, you know, I, I don't, I, I don't know who you are. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I don't will know tell who you are anymore. Yeah. She has asked me five times to take her to see this movie. So I keep telling her that she needs to finish the book. I've I've pretty much told her the whole story so that I, she would continue to read them, you know, I'm kind of like, you're, you're, you're in kind of the roughest part. You just need to keep going, dig in there and just, just keep going. It gets better, you know, for, um, it's a little shocking at first. And so for her to say, it would be reminding me weekly that she wants to see this movie and to make sure that I take her on opening weekend really, I think, is going to describe not only the fans of Fifty Shades, but maybe those who might have been peeking from, you know, be, be behind the curtain or something. Oh, 100%. I mean, because, of course, you know, we're not <laughs> – the movie is exciting and funny and great. We're not – nobody has to worry about anything too too crazy happening. They can feel comfortable – that you know, they they can come see the movie and they're going to enjoy it. You know, we're we're not like we're we're not out there to make people feel weird. Exactly. Well, and I, I think people picked up on that. And, and this is where I think it's also so wonderful that Bill was able to direct this because you two had this vision and you're writing it, and then he gets to direct it. So he he knows what the writers are thinking. He knows the concepts and he's able as a director then to bring really what, what both of your vision was to the screen. Am am I right about that, Bill? Yeah, no, it was, it was really uh, a blessing to, as a first project as a director to have it be a script that we had written together and um, sort of knowing the material so intimately and then obviously being able to collaborate with, the, as you describe them, the host of, of legends that um, signed on for this movie, it, it made the experience that much more um, satisfying and, and exciting and enjoyable. Well, yeah, and we actually had the conversation where I said, well, here's the thing. If we bring on a director, they're, you know, they're going to bring their own perspective, and we're just going to have to trust in that. And do we want to do that, or do we want to kind of put our money where our mouth is and try, it, try to do it ourselves? So well, were you, in, were you envisioning a cast as, as you both were writing this at all? Because it seems like casting was perfect. Yeah, I mean, truthfully, we wrote the script, um, and at the time when we wrote it, we never imagined um, that we would get these people, but the names of the characters were, you know, we named the character that Diane Keaton ended up playing Diane in the original script and the character that Jane Fonda ended up playing was Jane in the original script. Um, We wrote it for them. We wrote it specifically with them in mind. And it's a pretty unbelievable experience when you then get to submit it to those people and then they they sign on for the movie. So um, we always imagined and envisioned uh, 
them in the movie and just feel, you know, truly privileged that they that they took the chance on us. And frankly, Mary Steenburgen also. I mean, Bill and I had worked with her in A Walk in the Woods, and she was, I mean, she was the perfect Carol. And I, we don't remember exactly how we came to, the, to Candace Bergen, but when we thought of her name, it was instant. We knew that we were not considering anybody else, and she was she was our Sharon. So I don't know how we got all these people, to be perfectly honest with you. It's just absolutely crazy. I mean, because we well, were dreaming. Then, I mean, the, the, the cherry on top is, is kind of you got Dakota Johnson's dad, Don Johnson, in the movie as well. So it's kind of a full circle moment there. Yeah. Yes, which is which was uh, very fun. I must say, once you have these four women on board, casting the men was one of the most um, fun sort of parts of this because uh, they called us to sign on, and they were really excited to come do a movie that supported these women and with these women as the leads and to play um, sort of love interest to these sort of icons. So that was a that was pretty uh, pretty great. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, the meta element for us, <laughs> Don Don Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, in itself, as a Fifty Shades fan, I mean, that should be a pretty exciting reason to come see Book Club. I think having Don was a he. First of all, he's amazing. He's gorgeous. He's great in the movie, and he's to go to dad, which just makes it funny and weird and awesome. <laughs> well, he, he had talked about not seeing the movies because Dakota was in it. Did you talk about that at all on set? I mean, did, did, did he get a different perspective or more insight to the movie actually being in, in your movie? I mean, I know uh, I don't think he's seen those movies still. I think the thing that made the sort of early conversations and the throughout the process really easy was that he was so aware of um, sort of the significance and power of the trilogy and of the books and then of the films. And so it was, there was no sort of learning curve to explain, you know, what those, what the impact of, of what um, E.L. James has written and created, the impact of that was so significant and he so understood that. So oh, yeah. that made the conversation really easy. And I think, you know, again, the inspiration for this movie is, you know, what those books did culturally um, and the conversations that they started, and I think, you know, Don really understood that. And I did have a direct conversation with him and asked him, and he said, absolutely not, I will not see them. It was, yeah. I don't think he's ever, he's never going to watch them. <laughs> and I, I think that makes sense. It, it it makes sense to me. If it was it was my daughter, it would probably be difficult to to watch. But uh, at at least he knows she's a fine actress, and you know she has really good acting DNA in her genes. So um, just to have Don a part of it is, is is a thrill. Along with oh my gosh, Craig T. Nelson. I mean, how wonderful is he? He just he has he's personality plus. I can't wait to see his reaction uh, to his wife reading that book uh, because uh, I, I think a lot of women are going to see it from both perspectives, their perspective as a reader, but then what happened in, in their home and with their significant other at the time that, that, that they were reading. I think it's going to hit a lot of boxes uh, in, in everybody's experience. Yeah, no, and Craig was absolutely terrific. He's so funny and so charming, and uh, he and Mary Steenburgen, and it's not the first time they've been paired up together um, for good reason, and they're, the, the chemistry is real, and it's, uh, they're a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, and we really wanted that 
storyline of a you know of a happily married couple and how this book would affect them because I think there's there's a lot of happily married couples out there where the the wife read this book and you know we just wanted to explore that further. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's a great thing about having it from so many different perspectives because everybody really did have their own personal experience with these books and and it varied and and you're going to show that in in these and each one of these characters did you have an opportunity have you heard anything from el james has she reacted at all to the movie yeah so um when the movie was first announced before we went into production she and her team had reached out to us and well we sent her the script um so she could take a look before you know going into production and and i think we're the first movie that um she has approved the use of the original book covers, which is really incredible and, and kind. And and subsequently, she has seen um, she saw she came to LA and saw an early cut of the film. Um, and not to tell tales out of school, but was was really um, really happy with it. She said she laughed and she cried. And uh, so for us, that was it was such you know that was one of those like hold your breath moments of you know E. L. James watching this movie that. Um, this whole trilogy was inspired by, but um, but the fact that she responded so positively and and is now um, sort of a fan of it and and advocating for it is really special. Yeah, we when we first wrote the script, a lot of people warned us, you know, you're not going to be able to use these books and blah blah blah, and that went on forever, and we just kind of kept trucking along, and so. When we sent her the script, we were scared out of our minds. I mean, she could have, you know, she, she could have done anything. But we love Erica. She's she's been so amazing, and uh, it's the whole thing has just been a dream come true on every level. Oh, you know, she she really is a real genuine person. I had the opportunity to have dinner with her one uh, one evening when she was here in Seattle, and she was just like what you see, just the most down to earth, funny, uh, caring, just very approachable. Uh, woman and um, you you wouldn't have never known that she'd written really some books that really changed the world just a a very you know down to earth normal almost you know uh, human being very 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 kind so I'm not surprised by that at all with her yeah and we spent time with her and she felt that we I mean again (laughs) she did say this that she felt that we really understood the books that was her big thing. She felt really happy through, I guess, watching movies. She felt like we, we kind of understood what, what she was really trying to say. So we felt did, good about did that. You two, did you both read the books at the same time, or did one of you read them first and then turn the other one on to it, or how, how did that work? I mean, I think around the time that we um, had the idea, uh, I don't know. Did you read them? I I read. I started to read them, but then, truthfully, I was making another movie and I was listening to one of them on audiobooks, <laughs> which uh, I remember. I was making a movie in Atlanta, and I'd be driving to set um, out to sort of more rural parts of Atlanta, and I definitely missed a few exits because I'd get enthralled in the uh, in the audiobook. But um, this isn't being recorded, is it? I hope yeah. that doesn't go. <laughs> no, nobody's listening. <laughs> yeah. And I read them, of course, but I, I, my books had, like, highlights, and I was highlighting passages and noting, you know, stuff for the script. So I have my originals, and E.L. James did sign them. So, I Is mean, that true? Yeah, I have. What? She signed my books. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah, that's, that's so awesome. Be, so, yeah, wait, and I have you... the covers all taped up and covered. 
because I didn't oh. want people to know what I was doing. I didn't want people to know what our idea was for the movie, so I actually, like, covered up the covers because I'd be reading in, like, L.A. Hollywood places. Good idea, good book. idea, because it was, it was only a matter of time until somebody came up. But you guys were so smart to be right on this. So when you take the script and you start shopping it around, what's, what, what kind of feedback? Is, is everyone in Hollywood getting it, or are they like, oh, yeah, you guys are on to something here? No, 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 no. no. I mean, (laughs) what's interesting is, um, yeah, I mean, now people seem to be getting it, but it's easy (laughs) to get it at this point. I think, you know, what's interesting is we got a lot of um, comments about either changing the books so it's not Fifty Shades because they thought that we would never get the approval to use that. Um, And then we also got a lot of feedback to make the characters younger. And I think one of the things that Aaron and and I – sort of stay committed to throughout the process was, you know, we wrote it for a certain demographic. We had certain actors in mind and we didn't waver despite um, getting offers to go a different direction. And I think, you know, now in hindsight, we're, you know, we're so grateful that we stuck that course because we're so proud of, of uh, yeah. the people that came on to collaborate with us and, you know, and the movie itself. But, um, but we certainly were- there was pressure to, to go younger with cast and, we're the only people to be offended by the suggestion yeah. of, like, Sandra Bullock and Jennifer. We're like, no. And we love those <laughs> and people. And we love them. We love those people. But, but truthfully, like, you know, I'm, I was in a meeting at one point with the president of a company who was wanting to offer to make the movie, and they said, look, we'll do this, but you have to go younger. And I walked out of the meeting because it just wasn't what we intended to do. Yeah. Yeah, that's that you, you you guys are so smart about that because that's that's a secret sauce right there is 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 the demographic that 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 you're kind of, I'm not going to say kind of catering to because there's going to be so many young women who it's really for women of all ages and it's also for men to come too because I, I really think men are going to identify with their own personal experience of their wife reading this book as well. But yeah, you, you, you guys really nailed it when you not only wrote the script, but, but had this perfection in, in casting and, and your vision was right on. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Well, yeah. I hope men do come see it because the men who have, have seen it really, there's a lot of stuff for them too. I mean, maybe, you know, it, it feels like a very female oriented movie, obviously, but there's some surprises in there, so hopefully hopefully the men will come out with their wives. And you mentioned, too, just in terms of the wider demographic, you know, it's the themes of the movie um, really are ageless and timeless, and it's not just for, um, for that demographic, and we certainly hope and think that it will speak to, uh, to an audience of, of all ages. Oh, yeah. Well, not all ages. Well, so who doesn't <laughs> love Diane Keaton and Jane Fonda? I mean, <laughs> and Candace Bergen and, and, Bergen and Mary Stevens. And Andy Garcia. <laughs> oh, and, and oh Andy, my gosh, Andy and Garcia. Say say no more, Andy Garcia. He's He is not hard on the eyes at all. Plus, for Fifty Shades fans, we're, you know, Erica's husband, Niall, he's a screenwriter. He ended up writing uh, Fifty Shades Darker and Fifty Shades Freed for the movie. So we're, we're, we're used to kind of having, you know, some, some male influence coming in. I, I think when I'm in theaters, I, I like to see men in there. Um, enjoying it as well and so we were kind of used to it not being an all-woman club once you know Erica had uh, brought Niall Leonard in on on part of the screenwriting and he helped her um, was kind of editing as as 
for her as the books went along. So um, it's nice to have that male perspective. And I think, again, that was so perfect for you two because you have Bill's perspective as a man, and then you have Aaron's perspective as a woman. And so to produce something like this, to be able to um, to uh, capture so many people, you, you really have to have that, that male side and, and that female side to kind of work it all and blend it in all together. Yeah, it's good. It's good to have the checks and balances, and, and it was a very sort of fruitful collaboration. Oh, yeah. And Andy Garcia, let me tell you, he is worth seeing. <laughs> he was... He is worth seeing in this movie. He's that was uh, an exciting casting situation too. It's um, always good to see Andy Garcia. Got some in Kristen movies. Gray in him. You know, there there are, and if they ever do Fifty Shades, Fifty Shades, or Fifty Years Later, they jump ahead or something. Andy Garcia would be a a good uh, Christian Gray. It, it's funny because Absolutely. Fifty Shades movies, even though they had this backup of phenomenon publishing behind it they didn't originally get the star power that your movie received off the bat uh it created stars but we didn't see the 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 instant star power coming to the movie like you guys did and it's just i I guess just a, a testament to the power i guess of 50 shades um the cross appeal and then the women who really wanted to be involved in it and like you said the men were coming to you wanting to to be involved it's amazing that the the cast yeah i mean and they all they wanted to be involved because of the actresses and just understanding again like bill said the power of the books and just they they knew that it was probably going to be funny i mean it's just the premise is funny you know the premise is funny at baseline so it's just it seemed like people were excited and understood it, and yeah, you know, it was just it's just one of those things. And but for it to have been a six-year journey, it 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 feels more incredible to us because we know how hard it was to get here. Right. So it's really special. Well, are you guys going to yeah. go to the theater when it opens and and sit in the seats? Oh yes, for sure. We'll see how many uh, how many times that opening weekend we go and see it. But um, you know, there's not. I, it's a movie that is um, by design made for uh, made for the audience and with the audience in mind, and it's a very fun sort of group experience. And I think you know one of the things that from the moment we sat down to write the script, we wanted it to be a, a movie experience that was satisfying and made people laugh and made people think. And I think for us going and experiencing it with the groups and sneaking into those theaters in the back is going to be uh, oh, yeah. one of those lifetime rewarding experiences that uh, we may never get to duplicate. And Bill and I went to our favorite theater, which is the dine-in, you know, with the recliners <laughs> and all of that stuff. We went in for Fifty Shades Read and saw our trailer. And that was a theater that we've been going to for so many years. So to see, to sit there, the two of us, and see our trailer and see Fifty Shades, it was just beyond. <laughs> it was mind-boggling. So I can imagine. Oh, well, and I'm sure that you saw the the reaction even within the theater at that time. Yeah, Yeah, it was pretty fun. Um, (laughs) It was pretty fun. And that's just, you know, when you get those two minutes of just getting a little toe dip in the waters of of what's to come, we're, uh, we're pretty excited to share the, uh, the rest of the film with, with the audiences. And the nice surprise is that when we wrote it, of course there was no movies. So, 
you know, we weren't thinking that we were going to have the Fifty Shades fan base coming out to our movies in, on that level. You know what I mean? We, they, it was just the books at the time, and we didn't know what was going to happen. So it's, that's been a really nice surprise to realize that we have all that support. Um, we hope well, yes, well, we hope the community comes out. <laughs> well, they've really tapped into this, and I, I think you're seeing it on social media. It's being shared. People are tweeting about it. People are posting it on Facebook. There's a lot of talk about it within the fandom. In fact, it's one of the main topics in the fandom is is this movie, and it's a huge fandom, and they have broad tentacles all over this world. <laughs> So um, they're in uh, France, uh, and they're in Brazil, and they're in the U.K., and, I mean, it, you, you just throw a dart at a map, and, I mean, there's Fifty Shades fans there, and they're talking about this movie. That This is what's on their radar. Oh, I love that. I think we're coming out the same day as the DVD release. Uh, no, a couple, like, a week later. Oh, okay. Maybe in the U.K., yeah, I, I think um, it's digital on the 24th and then the 8th for the DVD, and then you guys come out on the 18th. So this fandom yeah. is going to be ready to pounce come uh, the 18th. <laughs> pounce away, please, please. <laughs> <laughs> now, when, when you have a, a movie with this much pre-release buzz, does the phone start ringing now with more opportunities, or does Hollywood kind of take a wait-and-see mentality? Um, so far, I think it might be a wait and see mentality. <laughs> uh, truthfully, we're still, we're just in the final stages of sort of finishing the film. And, uh, truthfully, we have not come up for air yet. Um, so maybe the phone will, uh, will start ringing soon. But, um, but so far our focus has been solely on finishing this movie and finishing it as strong, strongly and as well as we possibly can, um, and then we'll figure out what the next thing is down the road. But uh, we're just excited to get this one, put the bow on this one, and get it out to the world. Well, it's, it's something that so, so many people want to see, sex, romance, rediscovering your love life, uh, introspective about your own self, and comedy, and a wonderful, wonderful cast. I can't wait to see it. I know so many other people can't wait. It's going to be in theaters May 18th. Um, is there going to be any pre-sale opportunities? Um, do you know if Fandango is going to start uh, doing uh, ticket pre-sales or anything like that? There will be some type of pre-sales. Um, I'm not sure exactly what how that all works, truthfully, but I know Paramount is, is working and there will be group sales and pre-sale opportunities. We, we love the idea of, you know, groups of people and book clubs going out as groups to see this movie. I think it's, you know, the type of movie that's fun to see with with friends and with a group and um you know something that you can then talk about afterwards hopefully absolutely i think book clubs could should go see book club yes exactly take take your book club to book club yeah exactly well i really appreciate you both taking the time to come on i know you're super busy um This is going to be such a wonderful treat for our fans. We're going to be doing a private pre-screening here in Seattle a few days before the movie starts, so we're going to have some opportunities for fans, and we're going to be doing some promotional giveaways here as well. And everybody here is really excited. I know everyone online is very excited, and I know how busy you are, and I really appreciate you both taking the time to come on and give us a little peek inside the makings of Book Club. Thank you so much for having us. And yeah, we really appreciate it, and we're excited. Uh, we're excited for you all to see it soon, and hopefully um, we can chat, chat about it afterwards. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Maybe when the DVD comes out, this is going to be so successful. I can just feel it. I, I, I think it's coming out against Deadpool 2. And there's so many women who aren't going yeah. to go see that movie. They're going to go see this movie. I think the numbers are going to blow people's minds. So I'm so excited. And I would really like to circle back and talk to you guys on the other on the other side when it all calms down, maybe when the DVD comes out or something like that. That sounds great. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. No problem. It's absolutely my pleasure. Book Club comes out May 18th. Take your friends, take your significant other, take yourself, take your mother, and take your book club. Be right back.
All right, we are going to be taking some lucky fans to the screening and private showing here in Seattle on Mother's Day, May 13th at, um, I think it's at 2 o'clock. So go to our Facebook page, Northwest Prime, and you can find out if you're going to be in the Seattle area how you could possibly win tickets and go see Book Club before anyone else gets to see it. We're also going to have a grand prize winner who's going to win some fabulous prizes, and we thank Paramount for that. And we'll have all those uh, details and information posted on Seattle Wave Radio Facebook page and Northwest Prime Radio um, Facebook page. So make sure you check out both of those and find out how you can go see the movie ahead of time, how you could win um, a grand prize package, and how you can tell us about your experience taking your book club, your mother, yourself, your girlfriends, your significant other to see the movie. We'd really love to get some feedback from you on seeing that. It comes out in theaters May 18th. Want everybody to have a great day. We thank Bill Holderman and Aaron Sims again for coming on. The movie's called Book Club, May 18th. Go out and have a great day. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.